welcome to the Empower Her Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aoife, and this is episode number 65. Today's episode is all about body weight fluctuations and when the number on the scale is not what you expect when you jump on in the morning. So this is a topic that I am shocked I haven't actually done an episode about before because it's such a common topic. So many of my clients have that little freak out. I think any of you who are listening right now can definitely relate to having that little mini freak out uh, when you see the scale number going up by a kilo or a kilo and a half overnight despite doing everything right. And I know I've had this conversation with so many of my clients and I think it's really important to highlight the reasons why our body weight fluctuates like that and to normalize it and to understand that it is not a representation of what you're doing and of your efforts. So we're going to go through five reasons why your body weight will fluctuate day to day and what to do to counteract any negative feelings that you have associated with that. So before we get into it, I wanted to just give a quick word from today's episode sponsor, New Zest. The New Zest Good Green Vitality Powder has over 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced micronutrients that support gut health and the immune system. Did you know that your training intensity can also change your micronutrient needs? That is your vitamin and mineral needs. Certain vitamins and minerals are especially important for athletes and active individuals. And these include calcium, iron, zinc, vitamin B and potassium. And you can often be depleted in those vitamins if you're training, like I know a lot of listeners to this podcast do, in a very intense way and doing quite a lot of strength training and challenging your body quite a lot. So it is really important that we ensure that we're getting these minerals, not only from our diet, but also maybe from supplementation if we're feeling like we might be lacking certain elements in our diet. And this is where the New Zest Good Green Vitality Greens powder is really, really useful. I personally take it every day and I noticed a massive difference when I started taking it three years ago because my energy levels were a little bit on the lower side and it definitely have made a big difference. If you're interested in trying it, New Zest have given the podcast listeners a 20% off discount code when you use the code EMPOWER20 at checkout. That's E-M-P-O-W-E-R 20. And you can click on the link in the show notes below to access that discount code on the New Zest website. Let's get into today's topic and talk about body weight fluctuations. Have you ever stepped on the scale only to see that your weight has spiked by one to even three kilos overnight and think, how on earth can this be? You've been consistent with your training, your nutrition has been on point, but the scale weight is up. That number has gone up overnight and you're like, what on earth is going wrong here? You've been tracking your food intake religiously, measuring out your portions precisely, and thanks to episode number five, you know how many calories you need in order to either maintain or lose weight. So all logic says you should have lost weight, but the scale has gone up overnight. Before you get freaked out or discouraged, let's unpack why. It's super important to understand the context of why certain numbers are looking back at you and not to let your mood be heavily dictated if they're a few decimal points above or below your previous weigh-in. And I know it's a trap that a lot of females fall into. They see that number 
go up one day and they think all their efforts are ruined and that they're not making progress when it's so, so important to understand why that number will change and why it doesn't matter if it goes up and down over the course of the week. So let's look at five reasons why your scale weight may be inaccurate or at least not indicative of actual fat loss or gain. Number one, your sodium water balance. Your sodium intake can significantly influence water weight. Sodium pulls water into your cells. So if you have more sodium than normal one day, your body will temporarily retain water until fluid balance and sodium concentration are normalized. This can bump your weight up as much as 1.5 kilos. And for those of you listening in America, that's about three pounds. So it is a big increase and that is just because of salt in your diet. To keep fluctuations in sodium intake from spiking your scale weight, keep your sodium intake somewhat consistent and within the healthy range for your training level. And if you splurge on some salty processed foods or have a restaurant meal that possibly has more salt than what you normally eat, take the next few weigh-ins with a grain of salt, pun intended, uh, since you will be holding on to at least a couple of pounds of water weight. So that is a big one and just important to realize. And it doesn't mean you have to cut salt out of your diet either, by the way. I love having salt on my foods and your body normalizes to the amount of salt you normally take in. So it is not going to matter if you normally use salt on your foods. It's not going to mean that your scale weight isn't a true reflection of where you're at. It's all going to be relative to what you're consuming on a day-to-day basis. So if your you know, daily intake of salt is at a particular level and then you have a meal that's more salty, that means your balance will be out of whack. So that's when this comes into application, basically. So just important to keep that in mind. Number two is you're holding on to waste. Now, this one should be obvious, but if you just ate a large meal or haven't had a bowel movement in a couple of days, your scale weight will be higher. This is why I always recommend weighing yourself first thing in the morning, fasted, after going to the bathroom. If you're not having regular bowel movements, and by regular I mean daily, make sure you're getting at least 25 grams of fiber per day and drinking at least three liters of water daily. You might want to also try adding in some fermented foods as well. And if you're finding that, you know, you're not having regular bowel movements and you're suffering from constipation, I wouldn't rely on taking, you know, um, fibro gels or laxatives on a long-term basis. I would actually advise you to consult with your GP and just check what the issue is if that's the case. Number three, you're carved up. If your carbohydrate intake was higher than normal on a day, or even a few days before you stepped on the scale, your body will have stored those extra carbs as muscle glycogen. And this can actually apply up to even three days after you've had those extra carbs. Carbs are stored in the body in the form of glycogen in our muscle cells in order to be used as energy. For every gram of glycogen stored in our muscle cells, your body stores an estimated three to four grams of water. Now, this might seem like a small number, but it can really add up. Between your muscle and liver, that's where your glycogen is stored, the average person has the capacity to store around 500 grams of glycogen. 
And that's before any fat storage occurs at all. So let me give you an example. Let's say you ate a bunch of cake and pasta um, for a meal over the weekend and came at, it came out at around 300 grams of carbs for the day. Assuming all 300 grams of carbohydrate are stored as muscle glycogen, you would just have added an extra 1,200 to 1,600 grams of combined glycogen and water weight. And that would equate to about 1.2 to 1.6 kilos on the scale the following day or the following few days. And for those American listeners, that would be around two to three pounds increase on your scale weight. And that is all without one single gram of fat storage. That is just water weight and glycogen increase. So it's really, really important to understand that if you change your diet up and you start to include more carbs, which are fantastic, by the way, and it's something that I always get my one-on-one clients to do when they start working with me because so many of you ladies are afraid of eating carbohydrates and have been eating low carb for a really long time. And when you're moving over to doing strength-based training, you really need carbohydrates for energy and you just need it for your day-to-day energy levels as well. Carbs are great and nothing to be afraid of, but it's important to understand that if your weight changes after you've started to increase carbohydrates, it's not because you're gaining weight, it's just because your muscle bellies are filling up with glycogen with that energy that you need as fuel. Number four, your hormones can affect your weight. High levels of cortisol can increase sodium retention, which as we learned back in point number one, can cause water retention. Cortisol is our stress hormone and it generally changes throughout the day. So we need to have a certain amount of cortisol at all times, by the way. It's not this, you know, dreadful hormone that we should never, you know, have elevated. It will generally be higher in the morning when you wake up because that's what wakes us up and it will then fall throughout the day. But we don't want to have constantly elevated cortisol. And many factors can lead to elevated cortisol levels. These include uh, sleep, if you have poor sleep, stress, overtraining, and extreme calorie deficits. Now, another hormone that affects our weight is estrogen. High levels of estrogen can also lead to water retention. This is why, as females, we experience a bit of bloating and water retention in the days leading up to our menstrual cycle, leading up to our actual period. Usually, it can be around, you know, two to five pounds or one to three kilos of water weight that is stored because of that increase in estrogen. So if you're about to start your period, don't freak out if the scale shows a weight increase, despite good nutrition and consistent workouts. It is going to be due to that change in hormones and change in water retention. And then finally, number five, the other factor that could be impacting your change in weight or weight fluctuation is your training sessions. So DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness is the pain or muscle soreness that we begin to experience about 24 to 48 hours after a new or really, really intense workout. And DOMS is actually just the result of microscopic tears to muscle fibers. So it's just little tears to the muscle fibers that haven't yet been repaired. And one of the side effects of this tissue damage is some inflammation and swelling. Because inflammation is characterized by fluid retention within and between the muscle cells, 
DOMS can be accompanied by a small increase in weight at, at certain times and for some people. Once the swelling and soreness goes away, your weight will return to normal. So if you do find that the day after you train or the day after you do like your heaviest workout, your weight tends to go up by a kilo, which I know some of my clients have pointed out happens to them, that is completely normal. And that is just because of that damage to the muscle fibers. Now, we've just covered five different factors to why your body weight might fluctuate, but there are so, so many more. Some other factors that I can just think of off the top of my mind would be meal timing. So if you ate your dinner much later one day, your scale weight is probably going to be higher the following morning because there's more undigested food in your digestive tract. And with that, if you ate your dinner quite a bit earlier on an evening, your scale weight is probably going to be lower the following morning for the same reason. Fiber intake can also influence our scale weight um, because obviously fiber is going to slow down movement of food through the digestive tract or speed it up at times. Water intake as well. So if your water intake is lower or higher, it's going to impact your body weight. And then as I said, sleep and stress and all of those factors will also have an impact on body weight. Now, the important point to note is you don't have to fix these problems. As you can see, there are many factors besides fat gain or loss that can impact your scale weight. And I don't want you to listen to this list and start cutting out sodium and carbs or only doing wimpy workouts. I want you to realize that the scale doesn't tell the full story. It is just one aspect of your fitness and definitely not the full picture. So let's talk about how you can minimize really large fluctuations in scale weight. Because if you are working towards a body composition goal, it is quite important that you weigh yourself more frequently than just once a week in order to be able to use that data and look at the averages over time. And in order for that data to be useful, we want to minimize huge jumps, you know, of one to two kilos every day. And the best way to do that is by following these points. So try to take your morning fasted weight on the same scale and at the same time roughly each day. Aim to keep your food volume and your fiber intake relatively similar day to day. Try to consume familiar foods that you know you digest well. Try to stay well hydrated and keep your sodium intake consistent day to day. And aim to eat your meals at similar times each day and try to finish your last meal at least two hours before going to bed. And then finally, prioritize your sleep and aim for seven to nine hours sleep each night. And as I said before, if you are using your scale weight as data, you need to look at weekly averages, not just one way in on a Sunday morning or on a random day, because that's not going to give you the full picture. As I said, that one way in could be impacted by so many factors we've just gone through. So jumping on the scale at the same time each morning after you have gone to the toilet and before you've eaten or drank anything is the best way to do it. Record that weight over the course of the week and then look at your weight trends over time because that will give you a better reflection of what's going on when it comes to body mass, weight gain or loss. And if you are starting to like get on this journey and track your weight, it's really important to understand that your body weight is just one piece of data. And this is something I tell all my clients. Whatever the number is, 
make sure you're comparing and interpreting it alongside other measures of progress. Your progress pictures, your measurements, your training performance, health markers, your relationship with food, your quality of life, your energy levels, and so on. Because these are all important factors. We want to look at everything as a whole. We don't want to just look at one thing and zone in on that. It's really important that we zoom out and look at the entire picture because body weight is just one piece of data. So I hope that's been helpful to you and helped you to understand that, you know, scale weight fluctuations, body weight fluctuations, whatever you want to call it, I think I've drifted between calling it one and the other um, in this episode, they are going to change all the time. Your scale weight is going to go up and down on a daily basis. And it's really important that you understand that. And by knowing the reasons why it's going to help you when you jump on the scale one morning and the scale weight is up. And this is something that I love hearing from my clients. You know, they're like, I'm really, I was really proud this week because I jumped on the scale and it was up from the day before but I said to myself that is obviously not fat gain it's because I ate my dinner really late yesterday and I had a whole bunch of different foods than what I normally had so I know it is just going to normalize over the coming days and I'm going to look at the weekly average because that is the most important thing so I hope that's something you took away from this episode as well and finally if you are liking what you're listening on to on the empower your fitness podcast I would be so grateful if you wouldn't mind heading over and dropping me a five-star review and rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, just click on, tap even the top right-hand corner of your screen and you'll be able to just give it a little rating. And it's really invaluable for me as it helps the podcast to reach more people and allows me to get a sense of if you're enjoying the episodes. Also, if you loved this episode and you think somebody else would benefit from it, please feel free to share a link with them send it their way or even take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story. I love seeing when you guys do that. Make sure you tag me at ActivelyEva or tag the podcast at empowerher.fitness. And finally, if you're interested in inquiring about my coaching programs, you can visit my website, which is www.empowerher.fitness or click on the link in the show notes below. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next week. (laughs) 